Hello and welcome to episode six of Paw Talk. Today we are talking about the Terrier Group. Now we have five other episodes which we've already discussed, um, dogs in general. We've discussed the Hound Group and the Sporting Group and um, Herding Group and a, I think one more group, a Working Group. So if you have a dog in one of those groups and you've missed one of our podcasts, go ahead and go back and visit our page and you'll be able to um, take a listen to those as well. But today we are going to focus on the Terrier Group. My name is Melissa Schrader. I am one of the trainers here at Possible Angels. Now, just to name a few, this is a huge group of dogs, but to name a few, and the most known ones are your Airedales, your American Staffordshire Terriers, Border Terriers, Bull Terriers, Fox Terriers, Irish Terriers, Miniature Schnauzers, Rat Terriers, Jack Russell Terriers, or all the Russells, in fact, Russell Terriers, Scottish Terriers, Wheaton Terriers, Welsh Welsh Terriers, and the Westie. Now there's a bunch more to this group, but those are some of the best known groups. It's pretty much suffice it to say if there is a terrier on the end of it, it belongs in this group. Now most of this group is actually smaller in size. There are some that are about a medium size, but we talked about our guardian breeds before in an earlier podcast and guardian breeds were for the most part bred to be huge. These guys are bred more to be small, um, some medium size. Now what's true about all of our terrier group is that they were bred to kill rodents and other vermin. So they had to find them, hunt them out, and then kill them. So these terriers usually do it in one of two ways. They either do this by digging up the rodent or by going underground after them. And interesting enough, the word terrier comes from the word terra, which means earth, earth dwellers going underground. They were also used um, kind of double duty to not only get rid of rats and vermin, but to also guard the home or the barn. Now, terriers are broken down into three groups. We've got the long-legged terriers, the short-legged terriers, and the bull-type terriers. So I wanna break this down and tell you a little bit about each. The long-legged terriers, think Airedale here, these guys were your diggers. That's why they had the long legs. So they didn't really necessarily have the size or the legs to go in underground after a rodent, but they could dig them up. So they've got very straight legs with their feet pointing forward. And these are the guys who would dig and um, the dirt would fly right under their belly between their back legs. And these dogs were used for a little bit bigger game like foxes or badgers. And the size, because these guys were a little bit larger than the short-legged variety, they were a little more versatile. So. They were also used um, not just for catching and killing rats, but for herding and also as guard dogs. Now the short-legged dogs, think your Westie. Um, these guys were small, but they were also bred to be flexible. So they had toes that were pointing out, um, or feet pointing out, because what they were bred to do is to go underground 
and move dirt away to the sides of them. Almost like think of swimming, like trying to dig and swim. <clears throat> um, these guys typically have a very piercing bark. Um, think Jack Russell's. And the reason they have this piercing bark is so that when farmers would come after them, they could hear where they were underground. Um, and so these guys, like I said, are, are your kind of fiery ones. They're all kind of fiery, but these are your small and flexible guys. And then the bull type dogs. So this group came um, out of the 18th and 19th century. They were crossed with the bulldogs and a terrier group. So these dogs were expected to fight one another or they were expected to work together to take down bears or bulls. So very, very large game, which we learned about when we learned about our pit bulls and our bulldogs. This grouping is a mix between that. So what farmers wanted was they wanted the size of the bulldog, they wanted the strength of the bulldog and also the powerful jaws of a bulldog, but they needed the spirit and the quickness of the terriers. These dogs were meant to be gladiators, so they're bred with large heads and they've got really well-developed cheeks and jaws and they tend to be very stocky and muscular. So these are your Staffordshire Terriers and your Bull Terriers. Um, and so they came out as a product of this in the 18th and 19th century. These dogs, like I said, in general, all terriers tend to be very independent, very adventurous. They can be a little cocky and are known for being scrappy because they are very feisty. Um, they are energetic, um, stubborn, but they can also, they're smart. They are meant to work independently from the farmer because if you go underground, a farmer can't follow them underground. So they had to have very keen eyesight and be independent and confident enough in themselves to make their own decisions. They were bred to have very strong front end, especially those that burrow, had to really use their front ends to burrow. But they also were bred to have pretty strong jaws. So if you ever try and play tug with one of these little guys, you wouldn't think that it would be very hard, but it is. Because they were bred to have these jaws that would catch and kill woodchucks and gophers and larger game than just rats. They were bred to be fearless so that they wouldn't back down, that they would be tenacious and go after these rats. And funny enough, I found this quote kind of hilarious from the American Kennel Club. It's, it described terriers as, I quote, enthusiastic to the point of recklessness. So if any of you guys have terriers, you'll probably agree with this and be laughing at home and shaking your head yes. The oldest known terrier breed was the Cairn, and this dog originated from the Scottish Islands, and it was used as a working dog to hunt and chase the quarry between the Cairns in the Highlands. So there are other dogs in this group that can do the terrier work. 
So we've talked about a little bit before about the dachshund, and then we've got a min the miniature pincher. So these dogs have actually been known to do some of this terrier and rat and digging group, but for various reasons, they were not grouped in the terriers and grouped in another grouping according to the AKC. So what does this mean for pet owners? And how does this fit into our hierarchy of needs? As a quick reminder, we talk about the hierarchy of needs that was created by Linda Michaels. And we talk about this every episode. And you know, one of the first needs that every dog has is biological. They need sufficient exercise, they need sleep, they need shelter, they need air, safety, health, proper nutrition. Um, these dogs typically, they do not fare well um, being outside, permanently outside dogs. I'm not saying they don't like to be outside and I'm not saying that some of them don't have coats to really um, survive, I would say, the harsh elements. Because once again, some of these dogs were coming from the Scottish Highlands, that is, that they're known to have very harsh weather. However, these dogs tend to be smaller. A lot of these dogs are actually now used as companion dogs and not for their original purpose. So you need to make sure that with smaller dogs, although they're fierce, remember they're fierce to the point of getting themselves in trouble. So you need to make sure that they are safe. Make sure that they have sufficient exercise. This is a group that's very energetic. So while you think they're cute and small and you got them to be a cute little house pet or lap dog, these dogs need exercise. Now emotionally, these dogs need security, love, trust, consistency, and loving leadership, which every dog needs. But what does this look like with the terrier group? Well, remember, this group is really independent. So love to them may look differently than for some of those breeds we talked about before that just wants to be with their human all the time. Love to them may mean doing some training sessions with them. Love for them may mean um, brief cuddle sessions at the end of the day. Um, it might mean playing with them. I mean, this group is feisty. They like to play. They um, are a little mischievous. So think about maybe what your dog might need for this emotional love part of it. They also need to feel, feel secure. So this group, when we're talking about maybe what challenges look like with this group, um, this is another group we get called about a lot, but um, I know we talked about the guardian group and how we get called on that. This group is typically called on sometimes for aggression issues. I um, see that some, but a lot of it's, it's digging, you know, it's digging and chasing things and the dog just getting over exuberant when guests come over. Um, and so there needs to be some really good boundaries set with this group. There needs to be a trust with the dog. Um, and there needs to be consistency with this, this group. Now, in terms of social, what a dog needs socially, such as bonding with people and other dogs and play, 
Think of how this dog likes to play. What do they like to do? Well, for those of you who have digging dogs, what do they like to do? Ah, they like to dig. That's play to them. They like to chase small moving objects. So a, and this is any terrier. So we call them flirt poles, a pole that has like a string with a, looks like a, a rodent attached to the end, but it's just a stuffed animal. That might be great for this group because they want to go after it. Um, this, these dogs like to um, hunt things out. So using their nose, so nose games with this group and hiding things maybe even around the yard, treats that they have to go find. Um, that's play. So they will probably like a fast moving ball, but more so it might be, um, they probably would more like to play with like the softer um, stuffed animal type that the, the stuffed animals that look like rodents, really. Um, that you throw, they grab, they shake, and they'll probably shake. This group is going to be huge on shaking their toys when they get them because that's largely how they're going to kill the rats, snap their necks. Sorry if that's too graphic. Um, so a toy that like that that you can throw, they run after it, grab it, shake it, and bring it back to you. That's going to be fun play for them. Um, they're going to need this exercise and for this group you know while i'm not saying walks are bad walks are great but one expect during your walk they're going to want to chase the squirrels like crazy they're going to want to go after any little thing that they see moving on the ground um the exercise is not sufficient they also have cognitive needs in this hierarchy of needs and they need that problem solving they need to be able to use their minds because we do everything for them. We feed them. We tell them when they go to bed. They need to start being able to make their own choices. So we have to think about what really motivates our dog and we need to be able to give them an outlet for exercise in a way that they enjoy, in a way that they're bred for. So if the only play or exercise you do with your Westie is throwing a ball for them and taking them on a walk, they're gonna be very frustrated. And frustrated terriers are the ones we see that maybe start showing some aggression. Um, they start guarding their house, because you remember some of them were bred to do that, to be guardians. Um, these might be the kind that just start digging in the yard because they're bored. So they need some problem, some ways to problem solve, and using their nose would be great. They also have great eyesight, so don't forget that. Um, you know, even setting up a sandbox that's theirs to dig in. So maybe they can't dig in this part of the yard, but here's your own sandbox that they can dig. And you can even buy stuffed animals and hide them in the sand and let those poor little things just dig those up and shake them, shake their toys. They will love that. So finding things that really reach to the core of who this group is and not doing a one size fits all exercise, emotional, and cognitive approach to this. You know, as dog owners, we tend to say, okay, let's exercise our dogs. We're gonna take them for a 30 minute walk and throw a ball, and that's it. But that doesn't reach the heart of who these guys are as breeds and what they were bred to do. They also need, we talked about consistency and some good leadership. So this is where your force-free training comes in. Pausables can help you with force-free training. 
So if you're needing some extra help or looking for some extra um, advice or training to do with your dog, feel free to reach out to us. You can reach us on our website at pausableangels.org. I also really encourage you to look up your specific breed. I'm talking in generalizations right now as a breed, but if you have one of these breeds, you can go to akc.org, that's the American Kennel Club, and you can look up your specific breed and it will tell you all the ins and outs of your specific breed. Now, some of you listening may have mutts at home and they're mixed. Well, there could be definitely some terrier mixed in there that you're seeing. So if any of these behaviors sound really familiar, that's something that, hey, they might have terrier in them. So I hope you enjoyed this snapshot of the terrier group. If you have any questions or if you're still struggling with a problem, please don't hesitate to contact us. Also, don't be afraid to head over to our website, once again, at pausableangels.org and check out our virtual classroom. We've got some new webinars up about understanding your dogs and how to do dog-to-dog -dog meetings and greetings because, you know, as we talked about in this terrier group, some of them were bred to fight against each other. So if you have one of those bull um, terriers, the, the bull terrier group, then you know meeting other dogs may be a little challenge for you so there's um, a webinar on our virtual classroom that you can kind of see how to introduce appropriately to other dogs and what that looks like so enjoy this information go love on your dog today and we'll see you next week <laughs>